Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, Seminole Headlines and Headliner Questions. Appreciate you joining us. Corey's here, Ira's here, I'm here, you're here as well. Thank you so much for that. Appreciate you. It's a busy week, uh, fun times, as we kind of tackle the bigger questions, but also the start of spring football. We got the luncheon on Friday. We mentioned the tour of duty that we'll be covering for you on warchant.com. You'll hear the guys that wake up warchant talk about it. We'll talk about it on the Jeff Cameron show. And then of course the actual practices getting underway uh, next week. And, you know, we have the luncheon on Friday, so we get a chance to talk to coaches. Is this your first time starting an hour? He, he, he knows what he's doing. Let's, Corey, let's get, let's get to Birch. I feel bad because I miss registers. I wasn't there for any of the registers. So he so interrupts register, me. Shout out so, always he just registers. interrupts me he, he to thinks- do a promo while I'm in the middle of setting the stage for our fine work at warchant.com. But Sorry. by all means, skip Corey's article. Don't worry about anything he's going to write. Instead, think about Heather Birch, Dr. Birch, Birch Orthodontics, uh, every waking second, guys. We do love Dr. Birch. We do, we do. Everybody does. And if you if you or your children or your parents or grandparents, we as we've said, Dr. Birch does not discriminate against old people. Some of your orthodontists out there might. Yeah, I do. But most orthodontists <laughs> hate old people. That's that's been proven. Uh, You're yeah, not an orthodontist. Yeah, no, I, I discriminate against old people on the regular. But they uh but Dr. Birch does great work. Uh it tackles tough problems, they all the latest technology, all the latest uh great customer service. Uh, just tremendous work, and they also uh, have payment plans and free consultations. Uh, we cannot endorse them high enough. Our kids went there. Your kids went there. Mm-hmm. Um, Stephanie's kids went there. Can't yep. say Corey. Yep. Let's still right. go there. Yeah. And uh, so virtualorthodox.com is a website, and uh, they will uh, take care of you. Yeah, they'll do great work. They do. We, we promise you that. Uh, hey, you know, we've been through that whole first hour. We didn't get to it. I'm sure there will probably be some questions on this, but I do want to mention it's baseball's fun again, guys. Baseball's fun again. How about that? That was really cool to watch, especially the ten to one game. That you, felt you like, like that one. Well, that felt like an arrival. It felt like okay, okay, this is a breath of fresh air. Now we got a little something, something. And then you won the series the very next day. And if you didn't throw the ball around the yard on Sunday, you would have a chance to sweep the series. TCU was grateful to get that one run win at home on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. They, you could see they were relieved. They thought they were going to get swept. I heard you mention it yesterday on the JCS, and I've the same exact thing is with me. It's like you're having people around town stopping you to talk about talk FSU about, baseball. And yes. It's been, it's been a minute. Oh, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Now, in the same breath, I, I do and I will continue. And don't take it personally, but Nander, we got to tighten up. Right, we got to <laughs> tighten up, Nander. I, I'm about, yeah. You look like the Nander that left us. 
Same guy. I, I need to see a better version. That's all I'm saying. That's just tough yeah. love, Cameron. That's all that is. That's not it. Well, you're not wrong. It's not like they were uh, almost hits. I mean, one is a, a drop at second base trying to turn a double play. Instead, they get no outs and a run scores because of it. And right. then Sunday yeah, happens. Too. Yeah. Gotta, yeah, we got to stop gotta, doing that. Gotta make that. He's feeling the ground balls, though. It's just catching the ball at second and then throwing it to second were a bit of an issue. Yeah, the catching of the of the ball is important there and picking it up and throwing it accurately. All those things, very, very important. Uh, yes. All right, so here we sit. We want to get some questions. You feel good about this? Yes. It's Ooh, 2024, it. and FSU has just won the national title with Travis winning the Heisman Trophy. Where would – oh, this is last week's question. Who did this? You guys want to answer that one again? Where would Jordan Travis rank amongst the all-time quarterbacks if that top, scenario played out? Top three. Top, top ten. Uh, all right. Hello, gentlemen and Corey. This is from Jared. What a great weekend for FSU sports teams. With the spring practice about to start, how many players on FSU's roster do you see getting drafted next year? How many of those players are last, in the first round? Is that not last week? I don't think so. I don't remember that one. I don't remember that one. All right. I don't think That'd so, but a I, similar one. No, he's referencing practicing starting. I think this okay. is this is this is fresh content. And it's such a great weekend in FSU sports, right. too, Ira. Yeah. Come on, Ira. That, the Cleveland shot, the TCU games. All right. Um, yeah, and the next I question below say, is, when are we leaving the ACC? This is okay. pertinent, but right. we're good. I got you. I would say um, Jared Verse, obviously. Uh, Johnny Wilson. I think Jordan Travis, if he has a good year, will get drafted somewhere. Um, Trey Benson, that's four. At least a couple of offensive linemen. You're up to six. Daryl Jackson, I think Fabian probably. Lovett. Um, Fisk, you're up to eight. Cypress. I mean, you, you might get to double digits. Yeah, now, it's not going to be a bunch of first-day picks, I don't believe, or even first- and second-day picks. But I think in the back half of that draft, you'll see a lot of Florida State dudes go. Yeah, I think it's going to be double digits. And I think that Pro Day is going to be awesome because it's going to be like the old days, man. It's been a while since Pro Day was awesome. going to get real scouts there. How close are we to leaving the dreadful ACC, writes Joel? Nobody knows, man. Nobody knows. I just think we got a step closer. Closer than they were. Yeah. <laughs> I, think they, I think they've made their intentions known, Joel, uh, that there's no more negotiating. There's no more conversation to be had, at least in regards to how we can make this terrible situation better. I think they just want out. Yeah. I mean, I think. I just looked up something uh, cool, gang. Since 1915, North Carolina football has had seven 10 win seasons. Since 1915. Florida State has had seven 10-win seasons since 2010. And that includes the worst stretch in program history almost. So Florida State in the last 12 years has matched what North Carolina has done in the last 110. Get you some of that. Matthew, instead of the Seminole... That is good. Good stuff. Instead of the Seminole Headlines logo, Matthew, maybe we could put... uh, Every time we bring up one of these stats about how awful this conference is, we could just put the crying Jordan there. Just... (laughs) Because I, I think a lot of these questions are going to give us opportunities, some ammunition to uh, talk about the rest of this conference. To that end, here you go. Uh, Greg writes, who are the other seven schools? This is off of Twitter. Who are the other seven schools that are ready to escape the ACC with us? Well, I think there's some obvious ones here. We would say that it's Clemson. We'd say it's Miami. I think if, if, if the other schools recognize that this conference is going the way of the Dodo, then you probably have Virginia Tech, North Carolina, Virginia. Yeah, those were those were ones when when the conference was destabilized ten years ago. Those were schools that were kind of looking at 
could we get out of here if we have to get out of here? Mm-hmm. And up until now, I think most people have been under the impression like they don't have to worry about that for a long time because of the grant of rights. But yeah, I mean, I think those schools probably around uh, noon on Friday were thinking, okay, what, what, what would we have to do? And so, yeah, those are some of the schools. I think there's probably six or seven schools that are a combination of maybe would be motivated to go, especially if it got them with a conference with a bigger payout and would have opportunities to go somewhere else. The challenge to get to that eight is you're probably going to have to get a couple of those schools. You got to, the networks are going to have to come help you out probably yeah, to make some give of those. A, get them a job. There's not a ton of desirable. So you options. think that would be like Mike Norvell calling Arkansas and saying, Hey, we got a coach for you. You <laughs> want coach Woodson? You, <laughs> you think you have to get somebody a job? Maybe the, maybe the, uh, yeah, the ACC or four state <laughs> could offer up Alex Atkins to some school. No, if uh, they, if they, if they, no, that's a bridge too no, far. No, we're not going that there. Right. Too far. Don't even joke about they that. Can't. We'll stay in the ACC forever. You've made us very uncomfortable. Don't do that. <laughs> All right, Josh writes, wildly improbable hypothetical. Uh, no, so it, this, it, I had it right, man. Um, he must have just asked it again. Oh, okay. I think we answered this last week. Uh, I also have another question about the teams that would come with us. I think everybody okay. wants to know who our partners are in all of this, by the way. They not just, Boston uh, College. By the way, though, people might think it'd be a bad – if the ACC disintegrated, it'd be bad for Boston College. Buddy, you know how many championships they're going to win in the Patriot League? <laughs> Holy Cross does not want the ACC to disband or Bucknell or any of those schools up there. Join BC's the Ivy. coming. BC's coming for you. We could, we, we could beat Brown. Oh, yeah. Boston College would crush. Yeah, we could do it. We could do it. Uh, Great series win this weekend for our baseball team, right, Sean? Three things we need to improve on. Obviously, the heirs need to uh, find a true closer. The starters have to get through six innings. Your thoughts? They're going to build those arms. I mean, they don't have what they want right now. At least it hasn't been revealed to them in pitching, um, even starting pitching. I think they've got two they feel real good about and still trying to figure that out with the third. Uh, it, who knows, does Wyatt Crowell end up in that rotation, or is he better served maybe that you could use him twice in a weekend in long relief? Um, they had to throw, what, he throw 40-plus pitches in the one time that he, when he got in there the first time, so I, I'm not so sure they were going to want to use him this early in the season again in that same series. So And maybe if the situation re- re- reversed itself. You know, it's funny, that first game on Friday, I thought when they got behind a couple runs, I started thinking, okay, well, they may not be – they may have to save Crowell till Saturday because – you know, well, they this, didn't get behind no, a couple one run, runs. One they, run, Ira. They, one they run. Gave up one run. Oh, was that was ten that? to one, buddy? You're thinking of Saturday. You might have been thinking Saturday. 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 Yeah, 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 And so, but no, man, he it's uh it's it's he that's going to be a challenge for them. But that that staff is going to be a challenge all year. I mean, they're that's just the reality of it. You lost. A, we talked about this before mm-hmm, the season. Mm-hmm. They lost a ton of innings, a ton of quality arms, and they've got some guys, but you know they've got some young guys, and so. Uh, that's going to be a challenge. It's just that's not that's not fixable. The defense, I think, is fixable. Some of the other issues are fixable. I don't think that you're going to suddenly have a bunch of really good arms. I don't think he'll stand for poor defense. Like right. I think he'll try to shuffle the lineups and do whatever he has to do. Like if you had another weekend where the middle of your infield's kicking the ball around, somebody may be sitting, the, you know, seeing the bench. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I, I Nander would be a candidate here at that point. So he he better start picking up the ball uh, because I, I mean, there are certain things you can't do can't fix like you said but i i, I think he's going to do what he can to be much better defensively because that's i mean think about what he was as a player yeah i think the freshman might have had a chance it sounds like the freshman started having some errors in preseason or they probably would have gone that way already so maybe if he gets shored up mm. um titan kamaka 
That, talking about Titan Kamaka? Yes. Coolest what name. What a name that is. Coolest name in college baseball for sure. It's up there. That's a really I mean, the cool Kamaka name. itself. Kamaka yeah. is a cool last name anyway, but then you throw Titan. In well, as soon Come as on, I now. saw that, I was like, he's destined to be a star. He has to be. He doesn't have a choice. Well, he may get a chance. You can't name your kid Titan, and no. he's like a C student that can't be, that is unathletic or really slow. doesn't excel no. at something. Yeah, it can't, can't be. Uh, Clint writes, hello, studs. As of today, which hitters and which pitchers are you most confident in for FSU baseball? Well, let's start with Baumeister. He looked awesome. He did. Uh, he pitched really well, looked like uh, the kind of pitcher he should be given his stuff. He might be He may be a Friday guy right now, right? Yeah, and, and I'm a big, I was a big Tibbs fan last year. I think his swing is balanced and sweet and compact, and I just think he's going to put up huge numbers if he's healthy. Uh, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's hard for Tibbs, in my mind, to make a, a you know, to have a lot of poor at bats, his approach is solid, and then also just how quick he is in the zone. I, I don't. I think he's going to be a great hitter all year long. I'm excited to watch him. Would you agree with those, Corey? Yeah, and obviously Cam Smith. Uh, that power is <laughs> ridiculous to right center, and then uh, yeah, Jaime Ferrer. Uh, I really like the freshman leadoff hitter. I hope he's okay. And he didn't play on Sunday because he got dinged up on Saturday. You hope he's okay, but he's got a little something to him. Like that Saturday, the, that Saturday game started off with a nine pitch walk. It's like, yeah, there you go, man. Battle. Keep fouling him off. He's That's one of those roll, dudes yeah. that will just foul off five in a row. That is something. Um, that, so, yeah. Yeah. No, we, I think everybody loves him. Uh, I don't know exactly how long he's going to be out. I don't I don't think it's not too long, right? I don't think it's too long, but I don't but, think it's too yeah. quick either. Oh, man. So, uh, I don't know. Are you hitting at the fact that we're going to get a bunny. He, he hurt himself bunning. Yeah, hurt his hand. So, I mean, it just hand, yeah, but, uh, he, I, he, hand injuries I can be a little dicey. Yeah, they can. Yeah, he was. he hurt his hand bunning. The ball hit the finger. Yeah on the bat. So right. that's probably a fracture. Could be. If I had to guess. He didn't play the next day. He came out that game. He was holding his finger walking off the field. Could be a good guess, Corey. Four weeks? That's Could be. About four weeks. Could be. Be. Just could perhaps be four hours, if it were a fracture, Hypothetically it might be speaking. four weeks. <laughs> Hypothetically. So, yeah, that stinks because he's a nice player. A really nice player. Yeah. Damn it, man. Nick writes, hey, guys, see more. I just wanted to let each of you guys know how much I enjoy listening to Seminole Headlines. I'm an OG of the show, and I've been listening since the start and appreciate all three of you. It has been a fun journey over the years, and I look forward to many more. My question is, what is the funniest moment in Seminole Headlines history? Oh, man. Yikes. There's some good ones. There's some that we couldn't air over the years, back when we used to tape it. Yeah. Um, I, we used to have some the shenanigans, guys, when we taped, because one of us would get mad about something and just let loose with you know, profane. Or we know there was a, there was a, you could go back and the bleep, bleep out something. Yeah. yeah we'd have, Tom, it, we'd yeah. have Tom Lang bleeping 65 different things. The, uh, I still think the, I don't know if I've ever last laughed harder than the recounting of the, 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 uh, squirrel attack. I mean, I just feel like that's always been that we, that was, so I don't cool. know if I could laugh harder than describing cause it's cause we all are, we, we all have, lived it. We it all, wasn't one of us yeah. retelling the story. We all saw it from our own perspective. And we all, uh, I mean, well. I had I, the worst perspective. Yeah, but I also <laughs> shared in your embarrassment because I ran away. He like sprinted halfway down the street. So, yeah. So, I sat in awe a few feet from Corey, not aiding him in any way. But Well, that's what, you yeah. yeah, the only the only thing you really take on that is that you are no help. I didn't help Corey at all, no. no. No, there was no. a squirrel on him, Ira. What was, what was <laughs> surprise on your face. What, what do you want me the to surprise do? Surprise on your face helped. Like, let me let you guys in on a secret. If there's ever a tarantula on you, I, <laughs> I'm not yeah, helping. Rabid, you could, a rabid squirrel. You could look me in the eyes and plead for my aid. It's not happening. If there's a spider on you or a rabid animal or anything like that, you're in trouble. If it happened today, I think we'd pull out our phones. And we'd, we'd, we'd film video, it. We'd film, film it. it. We'd have my, it on TikTok. My favorite part of that moment is that Corey... 
Corey's reaction to being viciously attacked by a rabid squirrel was to hop up and down on one leg in a circle. Get it yeah. off me. Get, get it, it off me. Get it off me. Get it off me. And you didn't. Were you speaking to Jesus? Who? What were you trying? I was speaking Who to were you. you? Obviously, Ira was not in the same area code anymore. Ira so was, was running. Yeah. I thought you could kick him off me. I could. Like, even if you kicked me in the process, I, kick him off me with your foot. You, if I had started kicking you, that really would have been an added bonus to I the think, story. Yeah. I just start kicking Corey in the face and neck. Get it, Corey. It's been a bad day. Quit kicking me. To get to the point where he's asking you for help, he's already had to think through. I could punch it, but, but no, I don't want to touch it. I don't want to touch it. I'm not touching it. Yeah, as it's climbing up my thigh. Hopping up and down in a circle with his hands in the air like he's one of the new kids on the block doing some sort of synchronized. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. I'm pretty uh, agile, yeah, though, right? Yeah, here pretty, you go. Pretty agile. <laughs> bye, 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 bye. Seminole Headlines yeah. 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV continues in a moment. You don't have to play the music because i got to tell the fine folks about the, the fact that the NFL season has come to an end. Yes, it has. In case you didn't notice. But in my bookie, the opportunities don't win or to win don't stop. Get it together. Whether you bet to earn or make the games more exciting, my bookie gives you the most for your money with a redesigned deposit bonus. Getting started is easy. Just visit mybookie.ag. Use the promo code WARCHANT to claim a bonus of up to $2,000. Use the promo code WARCHANT to get a deposit bonus that gives you extra funds to play with all the way up to two grand. With my bookie, bet on the NBA. NHL, UFC, or play for the share of the big cash prizes in the weekly online blackjack tournaments. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and win like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Let's keep it rolling with the uh, headliner questions. Uh, we got uh, a few here that we... Have not touched in. I want to go rapid fire this round. Are FSU and Clemson in the ACC in 2027? I'm going to say not likely. Corey? I'll say yes. I'm the cynic, so I'll say yes. Okay. Sadly. Sadly. It's four years from now. I'm saying no. Uh, okay. I'm not so sure they'll be here. I, this could go a lot quicker than we realize. I, have a, I have a suspicion. Michael, the right? Playoff, the playoff coming around, the 12-team playoff could could force some things, too. I guess. Yeah. Like that's. It's a convergence of uh, co- confluence of things coming together, perhaps. Confluence of events, Corey. That's the phrase, buddy. Uh, Michael writes, Whatever. grading on the curve can be achieved by dropping your lowest performance and taking the average from the remaining. With this in mind, when can we expect to see the curved golden bohica presented? A <laughs> lot, lot of bohica talk over the weekend. Is there any way to kind of... Uh, I can't... No, the rules are the rules, Make guys. it happen? I, the rules are the rules. How awesome would that have been if that would have been the first game that two teams played this year, the one or down the there, and that's how they got yeah. it? Cleveland might have just done the pose on the court. He could have. I mean, what I liked about it was the celebration began at the feet of John Ruiz while he looked like an ass getting up from his chair, there. disgusted, walking away after he had tweeted out what he tweeted out at halftime of the game. Um, it was a beautiful thing. But I can't I can't make exceptions here, guys. We did not attain the Platinum Ooh. Bohica. You want a Golden Bohica? There is no such thing. Wait, uh, I not think really. there is. We, I mean, well, we have. We have it on the wall right up there. Oh, wow. It has been posted on the wall. Guys, if you could see this thing on the wall, it's <laughs> it's obscene, but it is on the wall here in the yeah. studios. It's it's fantastic. Uh, okay, maybe too late, but if you had to split the schools in the ACC into the ones that would leave for major conferences, the ones that would go to the Big 12, for example, and then possibly the ones that 
would stay in relegation. <laughs> uh, we kind of did this already. I, I Listen, it feels like if this thing were to break up, dissolve, if everybody began to see the writing on the wall equally, understood that this isn't going to last, I don't know, I, I, Louisville would make sense to me to go to the Big 12. They feel like a Big yeah. 12 school. Um, I don't, where, where would Pitt go? That's Patriot a tough league. one. They're a package deal with BC. They go to the Patriot League. Pitt's had a history. They've won national championships. They play in a big boy stadium. They occasionally play a decent brand of, of football. I don't know. I'd like Any, to find a place for Pitt. I mean, you do have West Virginia in the Big 12. So if you could figure out a way to get a few partners for West yeah, Virginia. You, you on get Pitt and Louisville in the Big 12. I think that works. NC State, maybe? NC State would feel like a Big 12 school. Or a Conference USA school. I just got a uh, question from a texter. Mm. On the text line. We're going to add that. Oh, yeah. How we're doing now? Are you just giving out your number to people? Special occasions. Somebody asked okay. uh, Somebody asked if we would get an hour number two from Corey if they leave the ACC. Oh, my God. In perpetuity. Well, no, no, no. no, no. You if can't they leave the ACC and, be- and become an ind- or go to the Big 12, no. <laughs> if they join the Big 10 or the SEC, I'll do. I'll just do the show. I'll drive the show for the rest of the time. We have <laughs> if, they, if, they, if they do it, if they go to the Big 12, Corey's going to put a moratorium. On the hour number two. We're never getting one again, no matter what happens. Where would, and I'm never going to Lubbock. Where would Virginia Tech go? Yeah. Think about that sorry yeah. market. That's a sorry market. I, now, feel, I know it's, it's a not nice recruiting anymore. base. It's a nice recruiting base. It is, and they have some history. And if you could get in the state of Virginia for the TV sets or whatever, that might be some reason. But, uh, yeah, they're not super desirable. Although, not right now. They picked their the bad school, time to suck. We were talking earlier about schools that we, we know are never going to win a national championship. Could Virginia Tech ever get back there? Oh, I mean, they wow. were pretty no, close yeah, to winning one. They were. They was, were, were all well yeah, aware. Yeah, that was a that was a toughie. Um, Twenty four years ago, though, and it was with a generational quarterback. It was. Right. Yeah, so it no. probably wouldn't with the NIL probably would not make his way to uh, Blacksburg. Yeah, Blacksburg. Again. I would. I wouldn't think so. It is a gr- great recruiting area, but no, I don't know. I don't know where they. <laughs> I don't know where they end up. I like this question. Kevin writes: Are you guys looking forward to the warm reception you're going to feel at the first and final? Or the final <laughs> ACC media days before the conference collapses. I actually, I actually have asked a couple people at, who work at FSU, like, are you required now to like mean mug the the, oh. the Syracuse people and the Wake Forest people when you when you guys do to your functions? I propose that when we as a staff, along with FSU, arrive this year for media days, <laughs> we come into that hotel entrance much the same way that Florida State took the field against Clemson in 2013. <laughs> With Jim oh, we're all holding hands. So, yeah, so yeah. Michael Alford will be staring at his notes. Corey, if you want to flex, you can do that. You can, be, you can flex. <laughs> flex, you, can flex. you kind of nod your yeah, head. Yeah, nod my head. That's right, bitches. We finally said what you all knew to be true. Aslan's going to grab some reporter from some North Carolina TV station, put him in a in a garbage can. <laughs> like, that's how we need to walk into the ACC kickoff this year. It's like, that's right. Somebody's got to walk in first and just put down a boom box and start playing some badass music. <laughs> Yeah. We got to pick our song. This is it, guys. Is here. Yeah. Uh, guys, I'm dying to hear Corey Clark's thoughts on the scoreboard at Hauser. Yes. Player Ooh. pictures seem to be a tad bit smaller. How's Corey taking it this year as he talked to Link yet about what he should do to make it appeasing to the eyes 
or sweet pea. We should get a we should I, get a sponsor for this segment since it's going to come up every week. Apparently, <laughs> we should. I uh, I'm, I don't have the relationship yet with Link to to give him. My I do. I'll, on, I'll forward him your number. We'll get, we'll get this so they did make going. a change. The the picture is smaller. It's cooler looking. It's not just this random dude. They 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 made it almost look like I have a baseball card with a signature on it. It looks kind of cool. The video board is still awful. There's no, there's no information there. Heard more. So- a- I heard some software is coming. Is what I'm hearing. That's oh, word on software the software is coming. Is Very what exciting. I was told as well. That would be great because apparently the baseball season snuck up on them this year. <laughs> they took a while to order the software. Guys, they've started. Still, what? They've started. They, the second game of the year. The second game of the year. The only stats you see are batting average. In the second game of the year, so it's a oh, bunch of zeros and night number and one. Yeah, Corey, yeah. Corey would like some. You know, as the game's going on. Oh. Joe here is over three. Like, yeah. Hey, uh, Jaime Ferrer's up. He's two for three today with a double and two RBIs. That'd be cool to it's see. It's really simple. It's not it's hard not to do. Hard. I, what if we yeah. got the like the Hulk Hogan NWO music? I love it. That could be what we, when we walk As in. As we days. walk in. Yeah. So Hendrix. Yeah, that's beautiful. Uh, and time of day, it still tells you time of day there in the bottom left corner if you're curious. Well, you know, I'm forever searching for the time. I <laughs> you <laughs> Uh, Rob, <laughs> Rob, <laughs> Rob writes negotiating price on a new home. Pick your real estate agent, Alex Atkins, Michael Alford, or a wild card, Chris Thompson. <laughs> well, if you want a boring experience, you're going to go with Chris Thompson. Uh, What's the question? I don't understand. The if you're negotiating the a price on a new home, who is oh. your real estate agent, Alex Atkins, Michael Alford, or a wild card and Chris Thompson? I don't want Chris Thompson as my real estate agent. Now, I like that he's cool, calm, collected, and boring. You need that, perhaps, level-headedness. But, no, I, I want a no-nonsense guy, I think. Mike Norvell's <sighs> about that action. But this is Alfred. He said Alfred. Oh, Alfred. Yeah. So, if you go Michael Alfred, Atkins. Alex Atkins is a choice. Yeah. He's a choice. Okay. You have I Alex Atkins. I, I would go Atkins. He, the way, he's very straightforward. He is. He when is, he says yeah. something... He's done talking to you, but he still stares at you. Yeah, he does. Like kind of through you. Mm-hmm. And I think another real estate agent might kind of back away from that. It's like, look, my 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 uh, my client said he's not going over this price, and then he just stares at you. He I just think the guy backs down. A he just bit. hands him the offer again. No, no, look at the offer again. No, really, yeah. look at look, the offer again. <laughs> that's yeah. the offer. That, that's, that's the offer. The, you want. That's the offer. And you reconsider want. Your, what you just said to me. <laughs> so we're gonna strong our own our <laughs> way into a, a price we want here. Chris writes, gents, could the ACC adopt a pay for rank system to revenue sharing? Uh, the the top two get the most amount of money. The winner of the championship game gets an added bonus, a kicker, if you will. Then the payouts scale lower as the rank finishes in the league. So if you finish sixth, you get uh, less than the guy that finishes fifth. Yeah, so that's the theory, and that's kind of what we're. That's kind of one of the sticking points with revenue sharing is if you're gonna ba- are you gonna base it on just success? Well, then that doesn't always correlate to who actually brings in revenue by television ratings. And that's one of the things I think that Michael Alford was really illustrating with those, those graphics, which should have had the crying Jordans on them is that matter how some, how many games some of those teams win, they're not drawing TV sets, which is what yeah. leads to the money because ESPN can sell advertising. So, so, so it has to be in what you draw in terms of television. That's, that's a bigger factor than what you won last year. So I, I did the math on this. So w- did you say it was forty-two million per school, Ira? Yeah, and I think have? that's I think that's TV plus like some bowl allowances and stuff like that. But yeah, about forty forty-two. That's million. a good working point, though. So if you talk, that's five hundred eighty-eight million dollars of total revenue. Um, if you if you do forty-two million per the fourteen schools, if you divide that by twenty-five percent, 
which is what Cle he said Clemson and Florida State make up about 25% right. of the total revenue. That's $147 million. If you split that between Clemson and Florida State, so each is getting $73.5 million, <laughs> well, buddy, now you are competing. Yeah. And I'm sorry Boston College won't be able to pay their hockey coach the, the going rate. <laughs> he won't get 450000 whatever they pay college hockey coaches. But $73.5 million, you're on par with the Vanderbilts of the world. In the Kentuckys of the, you know what I mean? Like you're all, you're competing with the SEC and the Big Ten at that point. And I that's think and one I think, way to keep them, uh, that's one way to keep them relevant. In the ACC, could have football champions. If Florida State was getting seventy million dollars sure, in revenue, yeah, yeah. they would compete with anyone in the country and start winning championships again, in my opinion. And obviously, the same with Clemson. Yeah, and I think FSU and Clemson would have liked to have hear a counteroffer. Something in the middle, maybe. It's, it sounds like they got a yo okie dokie. Uh, okie dokie, guys. Your complaints are duly noted yet again. Anybody else? Anybody else? Thanks, guys. That's what we got here. Uh, yeah, it's a toughie. That's a toughie. Well, uh, we'll go to break here. But before we do, Matthew, you don't have to play the music because I got to tell the fine folks about the, the fact that the NFL season has come to an end. Yes, it has, in case you didn't notice. But in my bookie, the opportunities don't win or to win don't stop. Get it together. Whether you bet to earn or make the games more exciting, MyBookie gives you the most for your money with a redesigned deposit bonus. Getting started is easy. Just visit MyBookie.ag. Use the promo code WARCHANT to claim a bonus of up to $2,000. Use the promo code WARCHANT to get a deposit bonus that gives you extra funds to play with all the way up to two grand. With MyBookie, bet on the NBA, NHL, UFC, or play for the share of the big cash prizes in the weekly online blackjack tournaments. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and win like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Time to talk Shopify. A couple years ago, I wanted to create and sell Headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you guys. But I had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is the only tool you'll need to grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. So you'll sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I really love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, now to grow your business no matter what stage of the game you're in. Shopify.com slash Warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. I think I'm supposed to talk. <laughs> I saw the panic look on Director Matthew's face, so we're talking. Here we go. Let's get to some more questions, guys. We uh, have plenty of good ones here. Uh, Garrett wants to revisit my comment that the bowl game didn't matter. Um, now, you have to put that in context, Garrett. Remember what I was saying when I said the bowl game didn't matter, that the successes of FSU were not going to be um, 
and somehow uh, those successes wouldn't be lessened. The impact of the season wouldn't be lessened if they were to have gone and lost the bowl game. Uh, that I was, I was arguing that the nine wins established firmly that Florida State was back and that Mike Norvell long-term had a home and that he was going to get a, contact, a contract extension, which made this a more viable place for other coaches to come, which is, I think, true. Like Patrick Sertan wasn't coming here if my man went 6-6. Six and six. But I don't think the game against Oklahoma made a difference one way or the other in regards to those fundamental things. Did it lead to more excitement maybe for the fan base? Did it aid that excitement going into the offseason? Perhaps. It was a nice bow on it. It's a nice – yeah, it's a little bit of a bonus. So I, so I just want to put that perspective out there before I read the rest of the question. Okay. He writes, can we please revisit when Jeff said the bowl game didn't matter? Would we have landed the transfer slash recruiting class that we landed? I think so. I don't think it would have mattered. You think those kids yeah. said yes because yeah. we beat Oklahoma? No, I, 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 yeah, I just think it helps a little bit. But no, I think they would have otherwise. And that was kind of the whole thing. That whole season was so important for recruiting. And this is something I was just, and I'm not, sorry to interrupt you, yeah. but somebody asked me something along the lines of how big this year was for, for Norvell this past season. It was huge for recruiting because if you go back to last summer, they were getting hit hard by other staffs. Saying with, he's not going to be he's there. He's not going to be there. Correct. And so they were fighting that battle all the time. Well, now you, that battle's no – once they won the time, nine games. Yeah. yeah. So the nine-win regular season, yes, I think led to that recruiting class because of the certainty that it gave Mike Norvell. Also, he goes on to ask, would we be talked about as a playoff team next season had we lost to Oklahoma? It, if you lose to a 6-6 six and six Oklahoma team, yeah, man, that diminishes it some. But I still you think you probably don't start talking. in the top ten. Right. You probably don't start in the top ten, but you, that doesn't keep you from being in the playoff. We would have been in a playoff discussion, anyway. and 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 also we struggled to be yeah. a six and six Florida team as well. So it, I, it just wouldn't be as much. I don't. I think it's fair to say it wouldn't be as much. It's hard to really measure. I I don't know. I still feel like all of the success that Florida State had by winning those five straight games, you had created the momentum that we're referencing here. Would we have the current moment, uh, moment that we have now? Y- yeah, I. I well, and the other thing I would say in in to 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 his or his or her point, I can't remember who it was. It's his, it's Garrett. Garrett's point. You know, it's hard to say for sure that do you get Ventrell Cypress? Do you get a couple of those high-end marquee guys who probably watched you play LSU in a bowl game? That might have helped as well. Now they may some of them may have already committed. Um, but you know, again, I think it's possible it helped in some of those. I don't think it's we can't really we can't, know. Yeah. I mean, we can't win. We can't quantify it. I think that the nine wins did what they needed to do. It gave them the certainty that Florida State was moving in the right direction and the head coach wasn't going anywhere. Jason Wright saw this in another thread, but what are the chances FSU just skips media days <laughs> if there are no progress between them and the ACC? I yeah, don't think they're going to skip media days, guys. Um, zero chance. That'd happen. be cool, though. We could just do it in Tallahassee. We could get all the players in Tallahassee, have our own little fail deal. Lee writes, several preseason publications have Jared Verse as a top five defensive end going into next season. I definitely see him as a plus player, but does anyone else think the hype for him is getting a little bit carried away? The thing is, Lee, I I think he has ways to add to his game. I think he can get better, and that and he was already good. Now, it was an injury-riddled season, though, for him. He, yeah. I don't know. For all the goodness that we did see, a lot of the time he was playing through injury. He was hampered by a lower body injury. So let's say he is healthy. And you've already seen how explosive he can be when he's right. We saw it up close and personal on a regular basis in practice. It is kind of awe-inspiring. I mean, this is an athlete. This is a guy that chases down Jordan Travis in practice. And we know what Jordan Travis is. Now imagine he's added weight and he's healthy. 
I also think he would be wise, and no doubt he knows this because he's a smart kid. He'd be wise to add more moves to his get off at the line of scrimmage. He's a speed guy right now, and he's a power guy right now. But there's not a lot. Right. There's nothing else there, right? I mean, he's pretty much the punch, or he's he's leaving you. And the punch is powerful. The punch is good. <laughs> the punch gets guys <laughs> off their feet. The punch, it's a great thing. He's mastered that, and he's really quick. Yeah. He's gonna have to add to it. I think. Right. You know? Ira, you've been looking to add moves to your get off, haven't you? You've been looking at that for a couple years now. <laughs> to be honest with you, uh, I, might, I might have just given up on that. No, too. I think he just falls back <laughs> on what works. You know, I mean, my guy's got a level of consistency after 50 years right. of living. Why, why would you try anything else? It's unblockable. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yep. All right. Uh, <laughs> two questions from someone who knows very little about both sports. Basketball, how do you defend the three better? Nick, I feel you, buddy. If I didn't know anything about basketball and I watched Florida State basketball play, I'd say, it's like they've never tried to defend the three-point shot when I watch these games. Secondly, he says, baseball, how do you teach picking up the baseball? Um, well, there is technique in terms of, uh, how you move and getting low, and obviously you also that. you also want better defensive Footwork, players. Yeah, yeah, you do. You need better players too. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah, and the three real quick is I know Corey beats this drum a lot on Wake Up Board Chant, which is fine because they every week they're going to give up a hundred three pointers. They sure as hell are. The only thing I would say yep. is I don't think that's a, a byproduct of the system as much as the players they have and how they execute the system. You could make a case they should have adjusted it. Uh, a but real I, good one. You can make a real you good case. definitely make that case, <laughs> but I don't think it's in here. Everybody points to just the system. I think if you have better players, you can still do that system. Anyway, but right but now, the, the, the combination right the now answer is answer to somebody that doesn't follow the sport that much is that you let guys get into the paint and that you very, very easily, and naturally a defense collapses because you don't want to give a guy a layup right. or a three-footer. So as you collapse, the wings are wide open. They just kick it out and somebody's wide open. And that's, the two things. The that's two happened th for 30 games. When Florida State plays it well, They've got somebody who can defend the ball and keep the ball the 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 ball handler out of the paint. They do a good job of that, and they'll when they're good, they have a Bernard James or a Chris Kumaje or somebody who's an eraser at the paint. So the, you have those two things. So now everybody doesn't have to help. But because you right. don't have great ball defenders and you don't have a great rim protector, you're you're pretty susceptible. So you're making my case to perhaps adjust what it is you're doing because you lack all of the things necessary for this to work. It's an argument. That's a, <laughs> an argument you can make. Uh, but yeah, North Carolina, who's not a great three-point shooting team historically over the, you know the course it was, of the season, but, yeah. I think hit 11 no, in the leave, first half. You leave, them, you leave them wide open. And even on the last play when they cut it to four, Cleveland is playing so far in the paint to try to help out because he knows whoever's up top is about to get blown by that they just make a simple pass to Leaky Black. Cleveland has to race out to defend the three, a pump fake, and a dunk, and the game's over. So it's they're just not very good defensively. This still year. not it's, sure. It's fine. Still not sure how the Miami kid hit that three before Cleveland's. Was, I mean, that was. Yeah, yeah. man, I mean, with that kind of contest, I mean, sometimes you just have to tip your cap. <laughs> See, because normally shooters are used to having to def shoot when they've got a hand in their face. Right, but, but when the defender right runs away from yeah. them, well, I like that what are you going to do sometimes now? Sometimes you're like, guys, yeah. Just leave him be. Yeah. See what be. happens. He might just let the clock run out before even shooting. He it. might be frozen. What? Why is he running away from me? Is there, is there a sniper? Is there frozen. a bomb? <laughs> Am I in peril? And then the shot clock goes yeah. off. Yeah, he's he's frozen with doubt. But that kid overcame it and buried the open three. Wide open. Yeah. Does Mike Offer's presentation to the BOT cement the fact that Notre Dame will never consider full ACC membership? Why would they join into a conference on the verge of a major shakeup? Well, they're not coming to this conference, Ken, you're right. And that, no, I, I think that ship sailed. We know it. 
They didn't even no, they're not coming here. So isn't Michael that the Alford last needs, ditch know. for the ACC? Let's 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 leap ahead to twenty forty. For the ACC to be a thing, they would have to have Notre would, Dame. I wouldn't agree. Notre Dame have to be in the conference? That's yeah. the only ch- That's their only chance. Well, don't you think that was and the first thing happen. that Jim Phillips did? Yeah. He has a relationship. Yeah. He's from, yeah. he went to school. Yes, and Notre Dame's and Notre Dame is another one where you would look at the situation. And Notre Dame was, I think, from what you hear, was part of the ACC going with Jim Phillips is because he was seen as a guy who maybe could help them get Notre Dame in. Well, the ACC got snowed over, but. Uh, yeah, Notre Dame would hold. We talked about this briefly in the first hour. We didn't go too deep into it. They could solve a lot of problems, whether it's joining the ACC, which would help, or joining the Big Ten. Now that the might forward the SEC. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I just want, I want the Big Ten to to continue to bully. Go yeah. go announce tomorrow that you're bringing in Washington and Oregon. They don't see a future in the Pac-12. They're joining the sorry, you know, they're going to Apple TV. Forget this. We we'll take them. We're bringing them in. Great. Yeah, I mean, if you wake up tomorrow and the Big Ten's adding more teams, get ready to pack your bags because we're going. That would definitely help. I think the SEC at that point would counter and say, okay, well, we got to grab them. Let's get this over with. And even ESPN at that point would kind of understand the deal. And I, and I know there's perception from some people that Kevin Warren, who was the commissioner, that he was making a lot of that happen. I mean, he's part of it, but I also think you had a lot of – you have Fox and you have some, some presidents of the schools that wanted that to happen too. It's not just – it wasn't like Kevin Warren left, so now the Big Ten's going to chill out. Tom writes, would Alfred, uh, would he have declared war on the ACC without a successful season? Look, man, actually, I like no. that question. It's, no, no. It's, no, you're right. It's a fair question. And, and if you think about what Florida State's been doing for the last two years, I mean, they've been pouring money into football right, because right. they knew, I'll give them the credit here. This isn't just benefit of the doubt. I'm going to give them the full credit. They knew that the landscape was going to change. Whether or not Florida State could get out of the ACC, they knew everything was was getting ramped up because of the money going into college football with these TV deals, and they said we have to become relevant again. So we fire. They go out and fire Willie Taggart after less than two years. They pour all this money into football. They hire extra support staff. They're building that football facility, which I'm still not sure how they're paying for entirely. Don't they're worry doing, about these things, Ira. They're doing all of this because they want to be position positioned to make this move. And yes, that's that's and winning the ten games was the culmination really of a lot of those efforts. Uh, he probably doesn't go public without a 10 win season, right? I mean, he, he, all this would have still been happening behind the scenes. There still would have been some frustrations and some, right. but if they had gone seven and five again, or six well, that, and six, you'd be seething knowing that yeah. you're in a dead end situation, a dead end conference that it's a lifeless raft out here in the middle of the ocean, just waiting to be seen. And, and yet you don't have the ammunition to walk in and, and bully anybody or say with any degree of confidence, that this is what should happen. Yeah, like, you, can you, you imagine these, how angry he would be? Well, yeah, <laughs> well, these North Carolina schools that aren't taking them seriously now, right. how would they have taken I, yeah, them? They wouldn't have taken them if seriously. They had won seven games. I got asked a question by our own Tom Lang. He wants to know from each of us the player we're most excited to see uh, as we start to attend workouts on Thursday, and and then uh, obviously when spring gets underway. The, the, can you name a singular player? Because for me, it's a position group. I'm really excited about tight end. I'm excited to see Shaheen Brown, and this is something that you know I've been talking about since the first time we saw him at practice yeah, I love, yeah, he's a good uh, player. two years ago. And he's, I mean, I think he's a super talent. And I was surprised that maybe he didn't make more of a move last year, but you had two senior starters uh, who were back. And then he, as the year went on, you saw him become more and more of a factor. I, this is his time. He needs to step up now. And then when you hear Adam Fuller on your show last week, the Jeff Cameron show, mm-hmm. say that he thinks Shaheen Brown could be one of the players in the country to watch. That makes me feel good about what I've been waiting to see. I thought that was pretty damn bullish of Adam to bring up on his own. 
Like, I didn't ask him specifically to say anything about Shaheen Brown. He just brought that up on his own. I mean, I did talk about safety. So still. I want to see it happen. Like, I've always thought that that was in there for Shaheen Brown, but now, I wouldn't, now I'm excited to see that. Corey? Yeah, I think tight end's a good answer. Um, I'll go with uh, just to switch it up because I think tight end would be my answer, um, but I would go with Winston Wright. Hmm. I want to see. Okay. I want to see what he looks like at full health and what he can add. Because again, Micah Pittman was a nice player. He's not a dynamic player. I feel like I feel like Winston Wright will either be competing with Micah in the in the slot, or maybe he'll be taking Pokey's spot out wide. I don't know what they're going to do with him. I'm interested to see that. But either way, I think you're getting um, some diamond diamondism. What, what's the what's the word there? Dynamic ability? Like I was going to let you search for it. I, I, it's not coming to me. Dynamism, <laughs> dynamism, dynamite. Dyna, well, what do you know? Somebody that's dynamic. Yeah. He has a lot of dynamism. Dynamism. Dynamite. It's a toughie. You're not getting me into this. I was waiting. I'm just gonna watch. Well, we've all this taken like turns getting beaten up by this is a like word. The squirrel. I'm just gonna watch. I wanted that word to just pepper Corey a few times <laughs> to see if dynamism. Find it. Dynamism. Uh, well, we got a new nickname for Winston Wright. Dynamism. <laughs> There's all kinds of dynamism. dynamism. Check out the dynamism on that guy. <laughs> it's full of it. Dynamicism? Dynastic? <laughs> no, that's not it. No. Uh, hey, who knows? Yeah. But yeah, I, I am interested to see what that looks like. It is like. dynamism, by the way, and that's why I was laughing because I wanted to see if you would say it. I think I said it once in there. You the kind of mixed and matched words. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's definitely going to be one to watch. I, I'm curious about you know, whether how dynamic he is, though. Like, I don't know, is he a game-breaker type of guy? I mean, he was kind of a slot receiver at West Virginia, and he, he had well, some big he had plays. the nickname Mr. Dynamism if he wasn't dynamic. Good point. Good I mean, point. let's go. By the way, can y'all hear my chair? A little bit. Yeah. I don't know I mean, if the I listeners don't... can, but we've got these big, okay. you know, we got the cans I mean, on our ears here. chair is the worst. If you could it's draw up your own 14-team super conference, who would be in it? Oh, any team? Anywhere? 14 team? Yeah. Half the SEC, Florida State, Clemson, and then a few other schools from around I'd the country. Ohio State, in, Michigan, I'd USC. I'd sprinkle in, yeah. I, mean, I like Penn State, too. I'd put Penn State yeah, in. Yeah, I'd throw Penn State in there, too. They care. Yep. They so those care. are my four from the Big Ten. is Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, USC, Texas, Oklahoma, Alabama, Florida, does does Georgia does Auburn make it? Georgia Auburn doesn't. Auburn's make it. on the Auburn's close. They don't it get put, in. Auburn's close. Tennessee make it. They no, L- they, they, L- they LSU do. make it. Oh, LSU gets in LSU's for sure. In. LSU's in for sure. Yeah. Tennessee's in. Tennessee's on the cool. outside looking in. It's, it's an, an awesome stadium. stadium. To go to. Yeah, rabid fans. I know. I've been there. I think it's yeah. I think I like Corey's list too. Yeah. How about Syracuse? No. They're not going to make it. I'm a Boston College. Not going to make it. NC State. I like the trips Virginia to Tech. Boston, and to, you know, I mean, I just no. No. Who else in the ACC would we bring? Clemson. Clemson, Clemson. and that's it. Miami can suck it. They're not coming anywhere to, near our conference. Nope. Ed Reed was a long time ago. That's right. The hell out of here. Uh, B Page writes, "Hello, gents. Love the show. I stream it all the way out here in Yulee, Florida, just north oh. of Jacksonville." He writes, "Go butts." You don't know, Corey, I call the Jacksonville Jaguars the Jacksonville Butts. Um, For cigarette butts? Yeah, partly. Um, With all this scuttlebutt of FSU and Clemson trying to jet, I've seen people mention Miami. Oh, see, he does it. Would we even want them coming with us? No. No, there's a 60-yard indoor practice facility. (laughs) I like the Florida State fan base. Florida State fan base, we're not even sure 
that we can get in anywhere, but we're, we're already saying who we're not bringing. You're not going <laughs> to. <laughs> we just want you all to know when we get out of here, you're not invited. <laughs> well, where are you going? Well, well we don't know yet. We don't know, but you're not going to be with us. <laughs> don't worry about it. That. Don't worry about it. It's going to be awesome, <laughs> and you won't be there. It doesn't pertain to you. I can tell you that right now. If I, you would bring Miami, if it was a package deal, if that was the way you got it, I, that's, you and I think at the end of the day, rivalry bring in. And I think at the end of the day, you know, you think back to how Virginia Tech got into the yeah, ACC. Yeah, Virginia made the them, governor yeah. and yeah, the people in Virginia we're not were like, negotiating unless you do this. So that's where I think that that's how maybe this could happen. Is there has to be some negotiation, some some people forced in because there's not eight desirable schools in this conference. <laughs> Final thing, guys, we got less than a minute. Ward to Dunn writes: Would the dominoes start falling? Once Clemson's AD makes public comments about not staying in the ACC, I can't wait for ACC media days with Alfred walking through the door, double middle fingers to Boston College, waking the commission. We're <laughs> playing the music. That's how we do it. We're arm in arm behind double him. Double middle fingers as we roll through the door, boys. <laughs> Are you allowed to do that on YouTube? Well, I just We're did. A... I just yeah, did. did. Hey, for Corey and Ira, I'm Jeff. Thanks for listening, everybody. We really do appreciate you, and uh, good work out of you, Director Matthew, as always. Peace.